This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Unlin, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Be That Girl. So thinking back to when I started this podcast back in February, it had really grown so much. I remember in May, I was literally like, there was a moment when I was like, should I even be doing this? Like, no one is listening. It's not helping anyone. What's the point? It's basically like me. It's a diary for me at this point. (laughs) Flash forward to now in September, we're getting over a thousand plays on each episode. Lots of subscribers. I have a couple um, sponsorships, a 4.7 star rating on Spotify and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. I don't know who came for me on Spotify, but I'll figure it out. Just kidding. I've had a bunch of you guys reach out to me via DM, which means more than you'll ever know. And it makes me want to continue with this podcast because it really is making a difference. With that being said, I think it might need a name change. I'm not really sure, but obviously I knew that my content would reach more women than men, hence the name. But I've had the number of male listeners go up a lot these past few weeks. Not that it's that serious, but I just do want this to be a safe space that's like, it's for everyone. So if you guys have any, um, that's inclusive for everyone. So if you guys have any name change, name change ideas, or if you think I should keep it the same, please let me know. I'm trying to think of a few as well. I'm not going to change it unless I find something that like really tickles my fancy. Cause I do like be that girl. I think it just really fits with like my message, but shoot me your ideas or your thoughts and we'll go from there. Okay. For this week's episode, This is actually two weeks in a row that I'm getting a new episode out. Are y'all proud of me? Because I'm proud of myself. But this is a topic that I feel super passionate about. So I got really excited working through like the outline of what I wanted to talk about and was like, fuck it, I need to put this out there now because people need to hear it. So first, think back to a time in your life where you just like really needed some guidance. It could be about like a relationship, a big move, a new job any decision or anything that was like had you stressing and asking God or the universe or whatever you believe in, Lord, please just send me a sign. We've all done it. I literally have never met one person who has not reached for their breaking point and asked for a sign. Like, just tell me what I'm supposed to do. Tell me which decision to make. Tell me which way I'm supposed to go. We've all had that moment, right? Right. If you haven't, I'm sure yours is soon to come. (laughs) So I have never kind of given like the full story of my ex. I know you guys get like bits and pieces here, but I am going to tell you guys basically the entire story today. I'm not going to give you guys all the details because some stuff just needs to be remain private. And as I've also said before, like he is still my friend. So I'm not going to put all his details out there. I respect him. I love him, all that. But this story goes hand in hand with asking for a sign and like being at your breaking point. Because when I was with him, I was literally at my breaking point for three years straight. That is so mentally and physically exhausting. Not only asking for a sign, but not listening to the signs that I was sent because they didn't directly line up with the answer that I really wanted. So before I get into my story times, I want you guys, my story time, I want you guys to really think of like a time and really be honest with yourself that you ignored a sign that you were sent or lied to yourself about a situation because it wasn't the sign that you wanted. My main lesson with this episode that I want to get across is that 
we'll come back to it later after my story time, but just so y'all understand what I'm trying to say, when you ask for a sign, get a sign, but it's not the sign that you wanted, you choose to ignore it, you're not hurting anybody but yourself. You're only prolonging your happiness and your blessings that were really meant for you. I'm a very strong Christian, so for me, there's a quote that has always really stuck with me and it applies to the situation perfectly. It's really hard to listen to God when you've already decided what you want him to say. How can I sit here and ask for a sign, pray, Lord, please tell me what to do when I already know what I'm going to do, regardless of what he says back to me, you know? So with that in mind, think back to 2019. I met this guy who I will say I didn't even like in the beginning, and it's always the ones that approach you first or that you didn't even like in the beginning that mess you up, you know? My friend actually still has texts from the first night that he ever spent the night at my house, and I literally texted her and I said, I wish this was blah, 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 which was another person that I had been talking to because <laughs> I wasn't over him. And so this was like a rebound that like you're forcing yourself to hang out with and to like, you know? <laughs> anyway, eventually he starts to grow on me. We talked all of September, October, then November comes around. I was at a point, I was like, okay, I either want to date or go our separate ways. We've been talking for like three months. Like, what's the deal, yo, bruh? So I brought up the, like, to find the relationship talk with him for the first time. And he kind of just blew it off. Like, just go with the flow. We'll get there. Like, just chill for now. I like to move slow. So I was like, okay. That was the first time I asked God for a sign. And I kid you not, the next day he gave me one. I asked him if we were going to be hanging out that night. We always hung out on Mondays because he had his games on Sundays. So Mondays was his off day. He responded back and was like, not this time. I have something to do. And I was like huh? This is literally our day. What do you have to do that's more important? So I asked him. He said, I'm going to KU to see a friend. All right. I'm not no dummy. I mean, this whole story is going to make me sound like a dummy, but just so everyone knows, I was very aware of what was happening throughout this whole story. I just, I really liked to play dumb to save myself the hurt and to not have to end the relationship because I didn't want to. So I was like, who's the friend? Long story short, he was like, I'm going to see this girl. She's just a friend. You don't have guy friends? Like, why can't I have girlfriends? This was the day after I had asked the good Lord Jesus Christ for a sign. This was literally the sign that I had asked for. So I didn't respond the rest of the day. He calls me in the evening and was like, I decided I'm not going to go over or come over. So then I was like, damn, maybe that wasn't a sign. Maybe he just realizes how upset I was and isn't going to do that anymore since he's not going over. So some more time passes. I see two girls post on their Instagrams and his jersey and tag him. He likes both pictures and comments on one. I confront him. They're just friends, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, just friends. Like, I understand having friends, but like, do you hang out with these girls alone? Yes. Okay, do you hang out with them at nighttime? Yes. Do you have sleepovers with them? Yes. My jaw literally drops, but they sleep in my sister's bed. They don't sleep with me, of course. Y'all, the bullshit. Like, that's the biggest thing of bullshit I've ever heard. And let me be clear, very clear, because I know some of you guys are going to really hate on me for this. I did not believe him. I didn't believe a word that was coming out of his mouth. I knew better. I knew that they were hooking up. I knew that they weren't just friends. I knew that they were sleeping in his bed. But I have always promised to be open and real with you guys, and let's be real. We have all been in a situation that we knew we were being lied to or we knew we weren't getting the full story, but we didn't want to believe it, so we ignored it. We act like it wasn't happening. We convince ourselves it's not true. 
So I convinced myself he was telling the truth or that it was just, I don't even know if I convinced myself that it, that he was telling the truth or that I just convinced myself that I didn't care. That's another one. I think I probably was just telling myself that I didn't care when I damn, I definitely knew that I did. It was another sign, but it wasn't the sign that I wanted. So once again, I ignored it. I wanted a sign that said, yes, girl, this is your man, your man, your man. But I wasn't getting that sign. I never got that sign and I was never going to get that sign but I kept ignoring the signs that I wanted because I wasn't ready to accept the reality of the situation. So throughout the next year, we continued on just the exact same way that we were. I continued getting little signs here and there that I would ignore. One night, a girl who I later figured out who it was dropped a congrats on making it to the Super Bowl basket off. He kind of played it off like it was a girl I used to talk to, like she's just so obsessed with me, blah, blah, blah. I found a used condom under his bed. Unsaved numbers popping up on his phone. God was quite literally screaming, Caitlin, this is not your man, your man, your man. And I was like, nah, God, I think I know better. I'm going to make him my man, my man, my man. Spoiler alert, that wasn't really my man, my man, my man. So flash forward to July, August-ish of 2020. He was in training camp, so I didn't get to see him as much. I was watching his dogs. He were staying, they were staying with me, and I was taking care of his siblings while he was gone. He had an off day, and he was supposed to come spend the night. He didn't come from the night. He said he was going to come over in the morning because he was too exhausted, which was weird because he, it was like late anyway, that he finally got done with meetings and everything. So he was just going to come spend the night and basically just go to sleep right away anyway. But I was like, okay, he texts me at 7.30 the next morning. This man does not wake up at 7.30. He then proceeds to say, what's your address? What the fuck you mean? What is my address? You've been to my house literally a million times. So I said, why do you need my address? Where are you coming from? He said, up north. I sent him the address and I was like, okay, I'll address this in person because I can read this man so much better in person. This is the kind of guy who's like, you cannot read him over text. It's super hard. He doesn't show, end up showing up until about 6 p.m. I'm pissed because I have not left my house all day because I was waiting for him to come over. I have an attitude. So he starts to get an attitude. We get in the car to go to Chipotle. I remember this so perfectly. And it, it would make great reality TV because it was atrocious the way we were both acting <laughs> on the way there i was like why were you up so early this morning he says i had to take my car downtown to get detailed i said you said it was up north he said oh yeah it was up north but i went through downtown i said so who was the girl he goes what girl and i said the girl the house that you spent the night at he says yeah i did spend the night at a girl's house but we didn't do anything we're just friends at this point, I had reached a breaking point, so I go the fuck off. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I, as much as I didn't want to admit, I was aware of the other girls, and I was lying to myself to not worry about them. But to think that he thought he was going to come to my house this morning from her house without even going home to shower or anything like that in the same clothes? Absolutely not. We cussed each other out the entire 15-minute drive to Chipotle, we literally walked into the store like nothing was wrong, got our food, didn't speak literally a word the entire 15-minute drive back to my house. When we got there, he came in, sat on my bed, started to eat, and I was silent for a little bit, and then I was like, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I just need, we need to figure it out. Like, this is psychotic. I don't remember exactly what I said. Honestly, I don't, because I kind of blacked out from anger, but whatever it was, set him off. He threw his food down. He starts picking up all of his dog stuff, talking about 
oh, every other girl I talk to doesn't care what I do with other girls. That's why I like them. They're so easy. Why do you make it so difficult? I talk about hooking up with other girls to my other girls, and they think the stories are funny. You just bitch about it. Like all of this stuff, he just rambles. I start crying because he was being so mean. He takes his dogs, all of the stuff that of his that I had at my house, literally zoomed out of the driveway, and we didn't speak for three months. October comes around. For whatever reason, he reached back out to me on Snap and I responded. I went over to see him and honestly, it felt so different. He was so much more loving. He was kind. He wanted to talk. He was like attentive. He asked if I wanted to go to LA with him in the off season, like all of the stuff he had really not been giving me before. So at this point, I was really like, haha, see God, I told you I could make him into my me, my me, my man. You're wrong. And from October of 2020 to April of 2021, it really, really felt like that was the truth. Those months were the best months we had ever had and the happiest I had ever been with someone. Like, I loved this kid, y'all. When I tell you that I was in love with him, like, I would have done anything for that man. I helped him move into his new apartment. He gave me a key to his apartment. He introduced me to his mom, his grandma. I sat in the room next to him as he cut off other relationships and blocked some of the girls that had previously caused us issues. We had even brought up having a baby. So April rolls around to 2021. We fly to New York to spend the weekend and pick up his new dog that he was getting. He introduced me to the dog breeders as his girl. He paid for everything. It was probably the best 48 hours that we had ever spent together. We get back Sunday and continue to talk Monday through Wednesday like everything was like totally normal. Thursday, he started to be a little distant. We were on the phone and ultimately he says to me, I need to take a little break from being on my phone over the next few days to really focus on my mental health. So if I don't respond right away, you know why. So this was weird to me just because we had literally like had no issues for the past seven months and we're getting kind of like more and more serious. But like if you know him, you know, that's not really weird because he really does spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money into self-love, like self-care, all of that. So I was like, okay, well, at least he's like giving me a heads up. In the past, he would have never given me a heads up. So like, I was like, okay, like I respect it. Friday comes around. I still remember exactly how I felt this day, how it felt when my stomach dropped. Like I was sick, y'all. When I tell you I was sick, I was sick. I watched his sister's Instagram story and it's a video of him kicking open a football at a gender reveal party. Like he was standing there, like, you know how people, some people like shoot like, little play guns they pop open a balloon he was kicking open a like what is it called i don't know it was just like a football but he kicked it open to reveal the gender of the baby a gender reveal that he had told me was for his cousin and the party was football themed my ex who was a football player was kicking open a football to reveal the gender of a baby tell me that your mind doesn't immediately tell you that it's his baby like right I'm not crazy. Every single person I've ever told this, they're like, uh, so it's his baby, right? And I'm like, yeah, I think that's what anyone, any sane person's first thought would be. So I text him the video and I said, what is this about? He freaks the fuck out. We argue all night. He doesn't even give me a straight up answer. So at this point I go to sleep thinking like, we're done. He's having a baby with somebody else. Like what the fuck have I been doing the last two years? So he was back home in a different state at this point because it was off season. So I had the key to his house and like his car keys. He texts me first thing the next morning. Can you please take my car keys over to my apartment? Someone is coming today to ship the car to me. 
So I responded and said, yes, when you tell me the truth, I will take your keys over. He goes off again. I go off. We say some of like, I regret some of the things I said to him because I like at this point, I know I knew every detail about this man. I knew exactly how how to hurt him. And I said all of those things. He knew exactly how to hurt me. And he said all of those things. Um, eventually, he ends up explaining the situation. The baby was not his. I know. I thought it was too. <laughs> um, basically telling me that it was the last straw for him. And I politely, not so politely, told him, no, this is the last straw for me, motherfucker. <laughs> so we're done. We block each other. We don't speak from April until June. This was truly the hardest breakup that I have ever gone through in my entire life. Um, I still get a little choked up when I think about it. I'm like over the situation now, but like it was hard. <laughs> I loved this man. I thought I was going to marry this man. I was depressed. I wouldn't even leave my room all of April, May, which is not like me. Um, even when I go through hard things, I'm pretty good at staying positive, but I just couldn't. May and June come around and it got a little bit better. I start realizing like, okay, God told me over and over again and I didn't listen, but I listened this time and it's going to get better from here on out. His sister comes to stay with me in June and then he comes back to work out for the week with his little brother. He shows up unannounced to my house trying to drop his little brother off even though we haven't spoken months. So once again, I try to convince myself, oh, this is God bringing my man, my man, my man, my man back to me. I... Wish you guys could have seen how this went down. Literally, this whole relationship like would have been perfect for reality television. I literally ran outside. He tried to drive away, so I stepped in front of his car, forced him to roll the window down and talk to me. He said he had to get a massage, but we could talk about it when he comes to pick up his brother the next day. So that's what we did. We walked down to the park that was down the road from my house and sat for 30 minutes talking. I kind of explained to him how hurt I was, that I was sorry for any part I had played in the situation. For most of the talk, he stayed quiet until I guess I struck a nerve. And I said, you hurt me worse than anyone in my entire life has. And he said, your ex cheated on you and I hurt you more than him. That N-word didn't give a fuck about you. Okay, let's rewind a year to a year ago where he was consistently getting with girls behind my back and hooking up with other girls. So basically, he was outing himself and letting me know that during that year, he, just like my ex, really, quote unquote, didn't give a fuck about me. He says some other things in his speech that end with, we were doing so good and you ruined it. He takes me home and as I get out of the car, I said, I really miss you. And he says, I can't mentally allow myself to go there again. So I close the door. I go inside thinking we're never going to speak again. Um, July comes around. I was on vacation with my family. You know, I had finally gotten to the point. We all wait a little while to tell like our moms and stuff about breakups because we don't want them to like hate that person so I waited a little bit to my mom I had just told her on vacation and everything we were sitting on the patio once again I can still remember how my stomach felt when it dropped when I got this text his name popped up on my phone for the first time in since April um I was like what the hell I immediately start crying before I even read the message and my mom was like what did he say I open it he says Hey, not trying to barge back into your life or anything. I just wanted to let you know how thankful I am for you and appreciative I am of how you have taken care of me, my dogs, my siblings for the past two years. He was like, I know it's a lot to ask. I'm thankful I met you and I'm sorry for anything that I've ever said or done that was mean or cruel to you. So we have a nice little talk, go about our day, whatever. 
he came back at the end of July for training camp. I was moving at this point. I found a bunch of his stuff while packing. So I texted him and asked him if he wanted to come get it. Obviously, I also wanted to see him. Yes, let's not pretend that I didn't know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> he comes over, we talk for a little and he leaves. I end up watching his dogs while he was away at training camp and kind of we start to forge like an actual friendship, which is something that we had never had without the romantic aspect. And honestly, it was just like really nice. He was moving again and cleaning out his closet. He had a bunch of stuff that he wanted to donate to my students and asks if I wanted to come pick him up. This was now September of 2021. I told him I would be over later that night because I was going to go to dinner with my friends first. I didn't tell him which friend. And the friend that I was going with is actually his neighbor, which he found out that night, but he did not know previously. <laughs> so I pull up to get ready to go to dinner with my friend at the same time that he's pulling up to his apartment. Guess who gets out of the car with him? One of the girls that caused us an issue when we first met. And let's like be very honest at this point, we weren't together. He didn't owe me anything, but I was, it was very clearly, very clear that I was hurt and very clear that he felt guilty. He basically texted me the bunch of the rest of the rest of the week until I came over. We talked for a few hours and ended up kind of falling back into our old routine and into that romantic, oh my God, I'm like really struggling in the, right now ended up going back to that romantic place. Once again, I'm like, God, thanks for sending me the sign that we actually are meant to be together because we always find our way back together. Like I was such a freaking liar to myself at this point. Stop kidding yourselves, you guys. I cannot express, express that enough. Like, no, we were not meant to be. I was kidding myself. I know so many girls out there do that too. Just stop. So we go through the next couple of months like this and on, on New Year's Eve, I kind of gave him an ultimatum. I said, I didn't want to be in this middle ground anymore and we were either going to be all the way together or he doesn't get any part of me in that way. He says he thinks it's best for us both to move on. So I say, okay, once again, God telling me that's not your man and your man, sis. He leaves at the end of the season and this was a contract year for him. So he came back a couple of weeks in March we literally hung out every single day for like two weeks as completely just friends. Like seriously, no funny business, nothing weird. I helped him start packing up his apartment. He helped me watch my dog like running errands. Absolutely nothing romantic at all. I was going out with his neighbor, my best friend one night. So I stopped by his house before I went to hers. Out of nowhere, like I really wasn't expecting this. We kind of just start having a heart to heart about like how far we've come, how proud of each other we are, everything. And at the end of the combo, he looks in my eyes and said... Caitlin, I need to tell you something. So I was like, okay. I was scared because anytime someone says that, it's scary. He says, I'm seriously talking to someone and I want to date her. I wanted her, I want to treat her the way that you've taught me how to treat someone and do right by her, how I should have done right by you. So tell me, if y'all put yourselves in that situation with your ex, do y'all think you would have been able to hold back your tears? Because I somehow did. I mean, before I responded, I stared at him for seriously at least like 30 seconds holding back the tears. He even was like, what? <laughs> but I don't know how I held them back, but I did. And then as soon as I got to dinner with my friends, I cried while I was retelling the story. <laughs> he was going to a new team in the fall. This is March of 2022. So like this current year, keep in mind, he was going to a new team in the fall, which is like now, now he's at a new team and he was leaving the next day for good. So he came over and we said goodbye. That was the last time I've ever seen him in person. And don't get me wrong, we are still friends. We still communicate every once in a while, but it's completely platonic. He's starting a family with his new girl and I've been dating. But regardless of everything, we're still friends. 
which is what I believe the signs were trying to tell me the entire time. I just wasn't listening. This man was meant to be my life, just not meant to be my man, my main man. But imagine how much hurt I could have avoided if I would have listened to the first, the second, the 10th sign that I was sent. I would have saved myself time, hurt, years, all of that. So after all of that, I can tell you all with 100% certainty that you cannot change what was meant for you. If you are sent a sign, believe it. And if you take the time to ask for a sign, don't lie to yourself when the sign that you're sent doesn't match up to what you wanted. The signs you're sent will never lead you astray, but you lying to yourself will. You will put off so much love and happiness and belong and blessings, prolonging your own pain if you ignore these signs. Do not be like me. I spent three years ignoring signs and it got me nowhere. Yes, at the end of the day, I learned a lot of lessons, but I could have spent those three years so much happier and so much freer. Your intuition is never wrong. And if you think something is off, it probably is. Do not lie to yourself. Don't ignore red flags just because you like someone. They will always show their true colors in the end. Thank you all for listening to my very long story time today. The situation is the hardest thing I've ever gone through, but the biggest lesson that came out of it was that you are sent signs for a reason, and the reason is to protect you. So allow yourself to protect your heart from any further hurt. Have an amazing week, my beautiful people, and until next time, XOXO, the queen.